for Truth with a Texas Twang, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff women store in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is Luke 2.19, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. I want to thank Home Instead Senior Care. They recruit the most devoted caregivers. All caregivers are thoroughly screened, extensively trained, professional, and reliable, providing senior home care services in your loved one's home. And Home Instead Senior Care is a great place to work if you're looking for something to do, uh, like a job. Okay, I am so happy to be here today. I just finished, we just finished an episode with Andrea Wilson, and she is back to talk some more. If you missed her story, you can find that. I think I'm going to title that one, Path, People Attempting to Help, Andrea Wilson's Story, because she shared some, you shared some great stuff about your parents on that, Andrea. Thank you for all that that you shared. Thanks, Kathy. And now I've got you on the hook, and I can't wait to ask you some really practical questions. I feel like if people are looking for this, what they may want to know is, how does this work? We want something in our community that helps people who are in crisis. How do we help them? And you focus a lot on homelessness and help keeping people in the homes they already have or helping them figure out how to pay their bills. I mean, it's really practical, boots on the ground kind of help that you offer. Isn't that true? It is true. We do that um, with staff and volunteers. I love the way you bring together all kinds of nonprofits. So we, Dave and I love PATH, and, and we have combined with some other friends to do something we call the um, Oil, Oil Patch Benevolence Fund, and, and that part of that money is directed to PATH, people attempting to help. And so I'm sharing that because if you happen to be in the oil business and you want to join us, we'd love to have your help with that. But we love PATH, and one reason that, this group of people from East Texans wanted to, to use PATH as one of our primary uh, nonprofits is because you have caseworkers. Andrea, I love the idea of a caseworker. So tell me a little bit how that works at PATH. Sure. I just kind of walk me through if you were to come to PATH needing some help. Yes. You generally are going to walk in our doors, and we know that those 20 steps from the parking lot to our front door are the hardest ones that most people are going to take. And we want to make sure when you get in there that you're treated well, you're welcomed, and that you know we love you. And so that's our number one goal wow. is how do we make it easy. And so our, our way of doing that is by staffing our emergency services department with a combination of staff members who are trained on the resources that we have here in Tyler, and also volunteers, volunteers who want to give their time. They've been with us for a long time, and they're really good at what they do. Most importantly, they're welcoming, and they want mm -hmm. you to know that you're in a safe place. 
Nice. I love that. You know what? We didn't go into a lot of the history of PATH. We did a little bit of it on the the other episode. I remember some of the ladies who started PATH in the 1980s, and they were my mother's friends. Many of them were my mother's friends. I know your mother was involved. And so those ladies were pretty serious. They they did not want to babysit adults. They really wanted to help people who were in crisis with true help and not patronizing or condescending or codependent kind of help. I mean, they were serious, serious women who wanted other people to have great opportunities and the help they need when they need it. So I love the the idea that there's this long history at PATH of volunteers who are serious people, but very loving and welcoming. That just makes sense to me. From the very beginning, Mrs. Windsor wanted folks to be treated with kindness, with dignity and respect. And we continue that 36 years later. You know, folks may come in to pass and not ever sit down face to face with a staff member because we have such seasoned volunteers who can walk them through whatever it is that their need is, what brought them to pass in the first place. And some people don't really know. They just say, I I need some help, and I didn't know where else to go. Do you have somebody I can talk to? And our Mm. answer is always absolutely yes. Anytime you walk in the door, you will sit down and visit with a caseworker one-on-one in private where those relationships can begin to be built so that when you don't know where to go and you're in a crisis, then you have a safe place. I love that. I really do. And and I think sometimes it's so easy for us to take for granted that we'll never have a crisis. But I, I'm an old person. I've lived a long time. And I'm just going to tell you, uh, one of my friends one time said, everybody is in crisis. Just some people don't know it yet. <laughs> I thought that was pretty true. I mean, I was old enough when he said it to think, yeah, that would be right. <laughs> We're all in crisis, just some of us don't know it yet, uh, because crisis comes in different forms. One thing I love about PATH, and I'll quit I'll quit telling your story for you, I'll let you talk, but I love the fact that if you come in there and you need something like, I, I don't even know what example to use, but let's say your car is fixing to get repossessed, and suddenly life is real, and you've got to do something about it, so you come in there looking for help, and they may look at your at at your situation and say, well, we don't have money for car payments, but let us look at your whole budget and let's figure this out together. And they begin to help you with food or with some, uh, maybe some government resources that are available or a friendly nonprofit that's a sister organization here in East Texas. And pretty soon, you know, suddenly you have the budget in place that will allow you to keep the responsibilities that you have intact and paid for. So, um, and some of that may mean giving, making changes on what you drive, or I don't know, that's a bad example maybe, but talk to me a little bit about how practical it is when people come in. Yeah, yeah, that's not a bad example. I mean, the reality is that folks who live from paycheck to paycheck, uh, uh, the smallest, what you may consider a small crisis to them is the difference between being able to pay a bill or not. I mean, you know, a great example is a breakdown the car has broken down and yes. it's $250 to get it repaired well that's $250 that they're not going to have to pay toward a utility bill or toward their rent yeah you know, if 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 you walk in the door of path and you tell us that you're hungry and you need some groceries we're going to make sure that we take care of you and you know we could give groceries away all day long and there would be people who need them 
because we have a, so many people who have who are food insecure here in East Texas. Mm. But once they get in our door and they're sitting down with a caseworker, then what we can do is we can take a look at the whole picture. So you came in for groceries because you, you can't make it on what you, you know, your earnings. Mm-hmm. And so what can we do to help you, whether that is to shop around for your um, utility rates? A lot of people don't know to do that. And so we oh, have yeah. case workers with a telephone right there on their desk. And they can, you know, figure out what plan they're on, see if we can find them a better rate from another company. And that happens all the time. Or we may be able to save you on prescription that you take on a regular basis so that you've got, you know, that extra to put towards something else, savings for the next crisis, right? You can can imagine how excited I get when I hear those kind of, that kind of practical help because I have a college degree and just getting the right electricity uh, uh, co- like contract for my my house no. is a that's a major afternoon of work trying to figure that out, and it so is. for so Absolutely. for people that that are not raised in homes where they're not seeing that, we've Dave and I have been become aware that there are many people who are not trained in even which vegetables are healthy and what what food is not healthy. So there, there are so many things that when you're raised in a home where there's some kind of education or some kind of background of responsible parents, we take a lot for granted. And yet perfectly wonderful people can be raised in a home where they don't get that background. And so they honestly just don't know till someone helps them understand it. Yeah, I mean, Patty, we see lots of folks who were raised in families where they're just living in the moment, just trying to get through that day. And so the things like shopping for a utility provider not may not take priority in the same way that it would in a household that had a little more time on their hands for that kind of thing. Because that's the one thing that people who live in poverty are so short of is time in order to make those kinds of choices and those kinds of decisions. And so what, what we like to do is to take every opportunity that we have to teach folks, you know, about their utility bill, for example, you know, yeah. with that. I love Which that. Is, you know, one of the really cool programs that we have that we haven't talked about is our transitional housing program. Yes. I so want Pat, to talk Pat owns 52 properties and we've got caseworkers who do exactly what we've just talked about, but I'm on a much more intense level with families over a two year period of time. Okay. We've got two minutes to the break. So I'm going to remind people that if you want this information and you don't want to have a wreck while you're driving or something listening to this, just remember you can find it all at Kathy Craffy, K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward.com. I'm talking with Andrea Wilson, who is the CEO of PATH, People Attempting to Help. And when we come back, I'm going to give you some information and you're going to be really excited if you're thinking to yourself, oh, I wish we had this in our community. She's going to give you a little more information about how you could get some help from them and some, you know, whatever they could do to help you. So I'm going to share that when we come back. I'm going to get Andrea to share it. And we're going to talk a little bit more about um, some of this, some of these ideas like transitional housing and what, what we do with people who come in and they have mental health issues. They're very difficult So those are some of the things we'll be talking about when we come back. So I want you to stay with us 
And, and don't forget, we have that other episode. If you want a little more information about how to inspire your children to be a true liberal, someone who gives of themselves, and a true conservative, simultaneously someone who shares and stewards what they have in order to share. So stay with us. We're talking truth with a Texas twang, and we're going to be right back in just a minute. And we're just happy that you're here. You're the reason that we do all of this. We don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio, so stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. Y'all to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door and the next house over is a grocery store. Want to move from coexisting to cherished? From isolated to influential? Hi, this is Kathy. Just for you, we have two books out now devoted to creating better conversations. Life-changing conversational adventures. Marriage Conversations from Coexisting to Cherished is 20 chapters packed with easy, practical ideas. This is the book I wrote for my kids. It's brimming over with personal stories and stuff I learned the hard way. Then the well, the art of drawing out authentic conversations explores over 40 different ways Jesus launched the woman at the well from lonely to leadership. You can find our books with our wonderful publishers, Cross River Media and Elk Lake Publishers, at local bookstores or at Amazon.com. Buy two, one to read out loud to your hubby and one to share with a friend. Order yours today and have your own conversational adventures tonight. What if I told you there was a new place for senior care? A place where mom's bathtub recitals are met with rousing applause? Where Lola the Yorkie Poo has the run of the place? A place where corn dogs are on the menu whenever? It's home, where mom built her life. Call Home Instead Senior Care at 1-800-455-CARE or visit homeinstead.com to learn more about in-home services like 24-hour care, memory care, hospice support, and meals and nutrition. Oh, miles and miles of Texas. Yeah. We want to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Hey, this is Kathy Craffy, and we're talking to Andrea Wilson today, and she is sharing tons of wisdom. And one of the things I didn't want to miss a chance to ask you about just briefly, Andrea, is... This homeless crisis we're having all across the nation, and I know I know it's a drop in the bu- bucket, but every drop matters. So I know PATH is doing uh, really as much as they possibly can to take people out of homelessness and into the transitional housing that you have. I know you're really excited about that program. I wish we had it 100 times expanded. Tell me a little bit about that. The Transitional Housing Program partners our affordable housing properties that PATH owns. We own 52 of them with licensed, trained social workers and caseworkers 
to walk alongside a family to provide wraparound services like financial education and planning. Wow. Um, you know, all the things that go into helping a family move from where they are now to where they want to be. What does that, what does success look like to them? Is it home ownership? Is it market rate rental? Is it family reunification? All of those things, because success is different for everyone. I love it. I love it. And, and I think it's so important. And I know, I know there's this huge crisis of veterans and also single moms who find themselves homeless and then, you know, at least in East Texas, if they are resourceful enough to find PATH, they can get some help. It's a long process. I can't even imagine how, how difficult and strenuous the process is for your staff and your volunteers. Because you're talking about essentially, you know, mentoring, discipling, essentially being family to families that need help. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. And our case. Our caseworkers who we have two that that work with these families over a two to three year period of time and they get so very attached to oh the family goodness. and the family gets attached to them. So it, it's always a, a difficult process to make sure that they don't get dependent on us, but we're teaching them skills that they're going to need so we can watch them fly out of the nest like you do with your kids when they go to college, right? Give them the skills that they need so they can be successful without you and you can just sit back and watch their success. I love it. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, there's bound to be disappointments. Some people are going to be going to fail and maybe just try again or maybe not even try again. But for those people who get the help and really make it, you know, take advantage of the opportunity and make it work for their family, you've just changed the next several generations of a family's life. Absolutely. I say that all the time, Kathy. We've had 17 families graduate from our transitional housing program into home ownership. The first person in their entire family to ever own a home, which not only changes them, but now their children see that as an example for what they can do with the hard work that they watched their mom and dad do over the last few years, right? And so you are I love that. And and I've got to throw some things out here like we have literacy counsel for people who don't know how to read or don't know how to go to college. They have all kinds of counseling to get you from being illiterate to reading and also going to college, education. We have Bethesda Health Clinic. We have St. Paul's for Children's Health. We have the Salvation Army. I mean, I could go on and on. There's Samaritans counseling for mental issues. Um, and, and I haven't even named them all, but that's just half a dozen right there. And many of those nonprofits are within walking distance of our downtown square. This is really a beautiful community that we live in as people who have generously taken what God has allowed them to have and the opportunities they've they've had and then shared that with other people. Just like your volunteers, you said seasoned volunteers. I love that phrase. I'm going to be quoting you on that. Mm -hmm. Um, I love that idea that seasoned volunteers, wise people who've lived some life had some experiences, had some blessings, and now they want to share that with other people. This is not an easy process. Part of the problem with homelessness is the mental health, uh, mental illness, and also the drug abuse. Um, I know Andrea's Center is downtown, and I know there's a waiting list because you've told me this. Andrea, what do you wish communities had? Because this is such a huge problem that a it's almost like you're you're trying to keep the boat from sinking with just a bucket, right? 
So, so tell me what you dream about for communities across America that are facing this. I mean, I think we have a bit of a homeless problem here, nothing like the big city. So what do you, what do you wish yeah. big cities had? You know, Kathy, I think that, that we're, we're close to getting to where some of my wishes are coming through. Over the last few oh. years, I've been working with the homeless population here in Tyler through organization like Ethan, for example, which brings together um, nonprofits who all work on you know, very similar things. I'm on a housing council for that. And so we, we are at the cusp of getting the right people at the table and the right people in the room, because like wow. you said earlier, there, there's a lot that goes into helping one family succeed Right. Helping one family pull themselves out of poverty and and actually make it. And it isn't going to be provided by one organization. It's going to be provided collectively through the action of multiple organizations. Because I love we're that. all really good at what we do, but we don't do everything. And so we've got to work with our partners. And so my my dream is that we continue to work really well to form a collective where we all come together, you know, and funding is always an issue when it comes to something like that, because the services are expensive to provide for one family. But man, if it changes the life of that family and the generations to come, but I think it's worth it. Oh, I think it saves us money in the long run as a culture. And just even in our government, I think that is the more efficient way to, to address some of these problems is in the private sector with nonprofits that are devoted like you are. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you don't, you don't always know what the, they're, they're not all going to be winners, right? They're not all, it's not all no. rosy. It's hard work. It's very right. hard work and it's discouraging when it does, when it doesn't work out. But the, the difference is that we, we pray about it and we trust that God is going to lead the right people to us and that what they do with the information that we provide is then between them and God, right? So we, we right. can only do so much. And so we as a community have to come together to provide support for the families. I love that. I really do. And I think churches can be a big part of that. They can have a role in it if they if they are able and know how to step up. What do you wish you could tell churches and communities like how could they how could they help? Yeah, I think that the 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 biggest takeaway for me over what we've witnessed here in our community since our storms in February Okay. Are that this is really hard work, and it it just getting somebody into a hotel room is just the very beginning, mm-hmm. and that it's a long road, and you got to be willing to commit the time and the funding to walk that long road, leading a person who has zero income out of homelessness to someone who can't afford to pay rent on their own isn't a quick fix, and there's lots right. of multifaceted things that go went into the situation that they're in. Some through no fault of their own, some through fault of their own. And it's a learning process. But when people get to the point that they are ready to make a change, we need to be ready to help them make that change. I love it. You know, you made me think of Christian Women's Job Corps. I don't think I mentioned them in that list earlier. Or maybe I forgot Salvation Army. There's so many great organizations to find partnerships with. And then I would like for our government, especially local government, to understand the policies and the local ordinances that might be helpful. And and I don't know how that could happen. I'm just throwing that out there because this is a conversation that I think is complicated. And I know you're an expert. So 
do you have thoughts about that or am I getting too political for you? <laughs> what kind of work ordinances would help you is what I'm really asking. You know, some of the some of the issues that we run into when we're looking for a place to put another shelter in place or risk planning and zoning, and so we're very limited on where we might be able to put a shelter. You know, you you hear about sure. NIMBYism all the time. Not in my backyard, right? Right. And so if if you move a shelter out to where there isn't anyone around, well, there aren't any resources or transportation around either. So so there right. has to be a way to serve those folks who are in need beyond what our current capabilities are. Yeah, and I hear transportation is an issue for people who, uh, like that's a bigger issue than, it might be an issue that we take for granted, but when you need to get to the, you mentioned earlier, if you have a car breakdown and you don't have the money to repair your car, you can't get to your job. So uh, that was what I thought when you said it. I thought, oh, well, a person whose car is broken down can't get to their job. They're not going to have their money for the next paycheck either, you know. So transportation and it, is a and it just takes something like that to begin that downward spiral that's really hard right. to stop once it gets going. And so that's what PATH does is try to jump in and, and provide, you know, to bend the gap, if you will, <laughs> to make sure that folks are able to, for that one crisis, not to be oh. the beginning of their homelessness. Okay, so if people are listening and they're going, oh, finally, some ideas that might work. How do we do this? How do we expand it? I want them to find you. So I'm talking to Andrea Wilson. That's who we're listening to today, her wisdom. And I want you to give Path Helps. Is it, did you say .org? Yes. So you can find Andrea at pathhelps.org. I've already asked her behind the scenes, would she come speak to your organization? Could you come uh, tour path? What are some ways that you would love to help people in other communities start something that might turn the tide on homelessness? And we have like two minutes. So, okay. No, absolutely. I, I've had folks um, from time to time reach out and ask to come and see what we do at PATH because they want to bring some of those wraparound services to an existing food pantry that they already yeah. have in their community. And so that that's a great partnership. And we're also, we're always looking for partners to bring our wraparound services to their food pantry on outlying areas. That's yes. definitely one of our big shifts at PATH is how can we make ourselves more accessible to the folks who lack transportation or our seniors who have a hard time getting to where we are. And so there, there may be organizations out there that want to learn about what we do and how does it work, boots on the ground. I invite you to give me a call, shoot me an email, we'll set something up. I'd love to have you come out and show you what it is that we do. I'm happy to come out and visit with you, talk to your Sunday school class or to talk to your, your you know, whatever group it may be and share about the nuts and bolts of what okay. that does. I have one more quick question before we go. You can find all this on Kathy Crafty, K-R-A-F is in Frank, V is in Victor, E is in Edward.com. Andrea, some of my people are not in East Texas. They may be listening to me and you in California, Washington, D.C., uh, Chicago, Illinois. If they want to fly in here, they can still come visit you. Is that correct? Absolutely. I'd welcome anyone. And if you can fly to see them if they need it. We'll figure that out. They <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today and we will see you again next week. Oh.
Keep, yeah.